Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depp. I'm Cody Crane. <laughs> That's and, uh, weed. <laughs> that is right. right. Damian is excited. Yeah, we are um, uh, token and joking, as they say, right? It's uh, episode 420. 420, oh, baby. Man. Blaze it up for this one. Light up a cold one for your boys. That's what you do, right? I don't think it's a cold. Or if you keep them in the freezer. Uh, you keep your weed in the freezer? I don't know. I don't know either. What if you what do you um maybe you, you like your gummies cold or chilled? Or, you know, they have uh beverages like you can get a soda. You don't put that in the freezer though. It would well, break you put the it in can. The, put it in the fridge and that's a cold one. Yeah, sure, but you said freezer earlier. Well, maybe. That's why I'm so fucking confused. Okay. Hey. Are you too high? Is that your problem? Yeah, I'm high out of my mind. And that's why. Mm, your eyes are red. For episode 420, mm. it's just Damien and I. Oh, little shit. Little treat ski for you. Jamie, bring that up. And we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> conspiracy theories. I don't believe it. <laughs> my conspiracy theory is you plan this. Um. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, what we're talking about today is, yes, I did plan this. I did a little plan. I went to readersdigest.com. <laughs> the best place to get uh, conspiracy theories is Reader's Digest. I feel like if there's if there's a company that's going to like be working with the conspiracy people, it's going to be Reader's Digest. <laughs> I feel like Reader's Digest is like working for the government to Why fuck did, us over. Did you in public school, is Reader's Digest Canadian, first off? No. Okay, it's everywhere. Good. Well, I think, like, you know, America. Reader's Digest is for everybody. Right. But did you have it in your school where you had a lot of Reader's Digest? There was always Reader's Digest in my school. Uh, n- Not enough that I remember, but there probably was. I think they were, like, really big in, like, the 70s and 80s. Uh, that's not when I was in school. No, 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 no. <laughs> but what I'm saying is they were big then, and that's why the libraries had them all, because they got them all cheap and all then. And, you know, once it's in the library, what are they going to do? Throw them out? My public school didn't have a library. Oh, they just had a, a a box full of Reader's Digest, every, and that was your library? Every classroom <laughs> I was in had a big shelf of Reader's Digest. Yeah. Oh, so you didn't have a library, so they just had a bunch of Reader's Digest. Yeah. Yeah. We had a library, so that's why I didn't notice. I remember the library having a lot of uh, National Geographics. Yeah, we didn't have that as much. I remember my one public school, they had so many National Geographics, like old ones. And then I think just one year they were like throwing out a bunch of them. It was like, we don't need these dusty old bullshit magazines. I remember actually when I was in, uh, I might have been in grade 12 at this point. Mm-hmm. It was when I was, you do the program where you, um, like you're basically a teacher's assistant. For a grade nine class. Okay. And the grade nine class that I was a teacher's assistant for, all of the books they had were like unofficial biographies of celebrities. That's so, so weird. It would be like the unofficial biography of Will Smith, and it would be like very like thin. And it'd be like, he was in The Fresh Prince, and then he was in Men in Black. See, that's the thing I don't get about Reader's Digest, is because I'm pretty sure like it started off, they would have like abridged versions of books and stuff. 
but I I find that like that's such a bizarre way to consume media, and you're not getting what the book actually really is because as soon as you start abridging it, you start taking stuff out and you start losing what the author intended. There was something I liked about them though, and I don't know what I'd like to read on it. I never read anything in Reader's Digest, and I never will. Okay. Not well, even this list. I'm closing my ears right well, now. This list from Reader's Digest, anyways. This is our hot takes today. This is conspiracy theories that turned out to be true. Oh. Starting with Flat Earth. No. <laughs> the moon is fake. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of good conspiracy theories like those ones. Not the moon landing. These are the true ones, though. Oh, okay. These are completely true. And the first one we have here because everyone loves conspiracy theories, is the Dead Baby Project. The Dead Baby Project? Yeah, do you hear about this? No. <laughs> Can it... Okay. Can it really be like a, a conspiracy theory that came true if nobody's heard of this before? <laughs> the conspiracy was the government stealing dead bodies to do radioactive testing. Okay, I'm not surprised by that. And then the government... Uh, the truth is that the government was stealing parts of dead bodies because they needed young tissue. They recruited a worldwide network of agents to find recently deceased babies and children and then take uh, samples and even limbs, each collected without notification or permission of the more than 1,500 grieving families. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. So the government's just stealing parts of your dead kid's body. I mean, considering that they were just like performing medical experiments on, on people and like black people for like years i'm not surprised that they were just stealing bodies for this stuff oh. so uh yeah this tracks also is uh, young tissue a young sheldon spinoff <laughs> yeah it sounds like a uh, rapper <laughs> yeah young tissue <laughs> um yeah that one's uh not surprising it's fucked up uh, i mean because you're an organ donor for a reason if you're if the baby's id doesn't say they're an organ donor i mean i'm also kind of like you're dead who cares you wouldn't care if they did it to you? Would My you care if they did it to your kid? No. All right. For a dead body? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> send send my kid to the government. Sure, I don't care. Wrap them up in a little package and, you know, FedEx them over. Seems a little tough. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm kind of like, you know, once you're dead, you're dead. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, if you're going to do it, at least maybe just say like, hey, we might do this. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it's better not to know, you know? Maybe. Maybe. Well, I'm not dead, so I don't know. Here's the next one that you might have heard about. Bad booze. Bad boobs? <laughs> I hear what I want to hear. During the Prohibition, the government poisoned alcohol to keep people from drinking, is the conspiracy. Okay. The truth is, crazy conspiracy theories almost always suggest the government is behind it all, and they were right again. Manufacturers of industrial alcohol had been mixing their product with dangerous chemicals for years prior to Prohibition. But between 1926 and 1933, the federal government pushed manufacturers to use stronger poisons to discourage bootleggers from turning the alcohol into moonshine. That, is that a conspiracy, though? That didn't stop the bootleggers of their customer, or their customers, and by the end of the prohibition, more than ten thousand Americans had been killed by tainted booze. Limiting alcohol is a health advice doctors can agree on, but these eleven health controversies. This, this isn't this isn't a conspiracy, though. This is just the government trying to enforce the laws that they've enacted. Yeah, I guess, but it, it's also. I think that, uh, I guess, if you were, like, the government's poisoning 
these drinks or whatever. Yeah, but the thing is, is that they weren't poisoning a drink. They were they were making an industrial solution unfit for human consumption, and then people were making it into alcohol and complaining about it. That's not a conspiracy. That's people using things improperly and then consuming it. <laughs> That's these are two different things. This isn't like they're act. I know they were doing it in the hopes that people wouldn't drink it, but the fact is that they did it and then people did drink it, right? So it, I don't consider but, this one a conspiracy. This is just them trying to prevent people from drinking it and then people drinking it anyway. But it killed people because of them strengthening it. Yes, but the, that's the point is that They were it purposely wasn't. killing rule breakers. No, they weren't though. That they was weren't their intent. killing people. They were no, their intent wasn't to kill people. Their intent was to dissuade people from drinking it and then they did it anyway. I think that the conspiracy of it was that they weren't open about strengthening it like that and adding more poison to it. Oh, they don't care at that point. But well, but my thing is it's just like you shouldn't have to be because it's like it's already illegal. Don't don't do it. Well, here's another one. That'd be like them having something that oh, like they use this to make cocaine and it's like, "Okay, well, let's put something in it so that way they won't do it and then people do it anyway and die." And they're like, "What are you doing? Don't do that." Oh my god, Johnny Law over here. Just saying. I don't care what you do, but if you're going to die, maybe uh, maybe think twice. This Unless you want to die and be a medical experiment for the government. The first lady who ran the country. Mm. The conspiracy was a stroke rendered President Woodrow Wilson incapable of governing and his wife surreptitiously stepped in. I don't know anything about this. <laughs> oh, your lips are sealed. That, not... <laughs> that made it sound like you know a lot about this and you don't want it to leak out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, a, I'm a big Woodrow fan. You know that. <laughs> Wilson did suffer de- uh, debilitating uh, or... Mr. Wilson! A debilitating stroke towards the end of his presidency, but the government felt it was in the country's best interest to keep things quiet. The public didn't learn about the stroke for months, during which time his wife, Edith Wilson, was making most executive decisions. Despite Mrs. Wilson's claims that she acted only as a steward, historians who have analyzed the Wilson term in office confirmed that for well over a year miss wilson was effectively the president so we have technically so, so what i don't understand about this is it's like don't you have a vice president for a reason <laughs> like why would the why would the first lady be doing this just have the fucking vice president do it you want to keep it hush hush have the vice president do it and don't say anything you don't need the first lady who's not qualified to do anything here do anything yeah, well, she led the country. It's insane. I mean, it's insane that we have all these fucking old guys elected to office constantly. Kill them all, that's what I say. <laughs> Medical experiments. Yeah, it is a lot of old guys. Give them poison booze. Why do we like old guys so much? Oh, I don't know. Something about career politicians. We got a young guy. Kind of. He's getting older. He's getting old. People hate him, though. But he's been... How long has Trudeau been in office now? Eight years? Coming up on, I think. Yeah. People hate him, though. Yeah, but he's young. They got all those signs. Well, they hate him because he's young. I, which is insane. I mean, at least he's got, you know... What is he, like 50? <laughs> I mean, at least he's got, like, mental cognizance. <laughs> you know, he doesn't forget what year it is. Did you see that video of Biden? Um, it was for, like, a... 
like an AIDS charity event with Elton John? You sent no. it to me, didn't um, you? I might have. I might have, yeah. Where, where he says that Elton John's responsible for giving everybody <laughs> <Yeah>. here AIDS. <laughs> Instead of saying he's responsible for the event or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says Elton John. You can thank Elton John for giving you all AIDS today or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. That's our boy, Joe. Oh, Sleepy Joe. <laughs> you gotta love that guy. <laughs> He's pretty good. Uh, government mind control. All right. All right. Does this have anything to do with the bad booze? Mm-hmm. The CIA was testing LSD and other hallucinogen, hallucinogenic drugs on Americans in a top secret experiment yeah. on behavior modification. Yeah, okay. This one I'm not surprised by either. The CIA doing bad things to people without us knowing? The truth. The program was known as MK Ultra, and it was real. Yeah, the CIA started by using volunteers. The novelist Ken Kesey was one notable subject, but the program had soon uh, began dosing people without their knowledge. MK Ultra left many victims permanently mentally disabled. Don't miss these eleven controversial medical theories that are actually true. That's I think an ad for another article. Yeah. Oh, he wrote one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Mm. I knew I knew that name. Yeah, he was one of the subjects. Yeah. Interesting. Why would they kidnap a notable author? Or did, it was before he was notable. Did they kidnap him, or were they just dosing him without his knowledge? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I guess dosing without well, knowledge. He participated in it to supplement his income. Oh, okay, so it was like medical things that he signed up for, but he didn't know what it was. Yeah. Which I think was very common for a while there in the 60s or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, testing drugs on people or whatever for... Have you ever thought about doing medical experiments for some extra cash? No. <laughs> no? No, I don't think so. I'd test no? apps, maybe. You test apps? Is that the same? Yeah. Test I mean, appetizers. Both, yeah, appetizers. <laughs> I'll test appetizers for Red Lobster any day. <laughs> uh, Applebee's, wherever. I don't yeah. care. Yep, the Cheddar Bay Biscuits are still good. I would love to be in a focus group for appetizers. I feel like they would all be bad. I've done movie focus groups before. Yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I think I still get emails from them every once in a while, but I'm never able to because it's always so last minute. Yeah, I, do, I also, I don't want to. That's fair. The only one I was like really excited was I did like the purge election year, but I'm a big purge head. Didn't we go to that one... Uh, that uh, was it a Jay Baruchel movie? Yeah, yeah, the horror movie. I yeah. think that's the why we still get the emails. Yeah, that's why. That's it's the only because that that's the only one I. I think that's the only one I went to. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've gone to a few of them before. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, the mind control thing. I mean, they were trying to get their hands on a prolific author. Yeah. And well, I don't know if they were trying to. I think he just happened to be part of the experiments, and he was a pro he came a. Pro I guess I'm wondering author. if this happened before or after one flew under over. I think it was before, or during while he was writing it. What did it say? Uh, during this period, participated in it. Uh, I think it was during or just before, or maybe yeah. I don't know. You know what? I don't friggin' know. Well, that that's. Not helping me. Does it really matter? No, I guess we'll just move It doesn't on. really matter. So The government's I'm, always trying to I'm do I'm saying, like, how many celebrities are okay. the government testing on now for mind control? 
Uh, no, I think they, I think they got their own mind control going is, on. Is that what mm-hmm. the Illuminati is? That's what the slap was about. Whoa, Will Smith, Chris Rock would refuse to be mind controlled, so Will Smith yeah. slapped him. Yeah. It was like a hard reset, you know, like, you know, back in the day when your TV didn't work and you give it a hard smack and then it worked. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe Chris Rock was mind controlled. Maybe. And Will Smith is the hero here. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. Out of it. That's true. You know, the Scientologist is the one who was thinking clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's another conspiracy for you. The Dalai Lama is a CIA agent. I mean... I'm not really a fan of the Dalai Lama anyway, but... Well, the truth is that this... Per- Do you remember, remember when he uh, had that little boy suck his tongue or whatever? What? <laughs> there was a thing, like, last year, or he, like... It was it was really, really weird. You didn't see this? No, what are you talking about? Oh, he was man. Frenching a little boy? <laughs> it was it, something like that, basically. What the hell? You can't just throw around these accusations of the Dalai Lama. You better have a... Well, I don't want to see a picture. <laughs> no, there was a video of it. A video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's... Uh, and he ended up apologizing for it. it um, Dalai Lama has apologized for kissing a young boy on the lips and asking him to suck my tongue after a video of the incident sparked outrage on social, social Why media. Why was he doing it? I don't know. Regrets the incident and wishes to apologize to the boy and his family, as well as many friends across the world who are hurt by my actions. Um, his holiness often teases people he meets in an innocent and playful way, even in public and before cameras. That's not teasing. That's fucked up. Yeah, he's trying to French. Well, he's a CIA um, agent. Anyway. Shows a young boy approaching the Dalai Lama during an event, asking him for a hug. The leader calls him on stage and motions to his cheek, saying, first here, according to a live translation from the event. And then the Dalai Lama offers a hug and then continues holding on to the boy. He then motions to his lips, saying, I think also here, cups the boy's chin and kisses him on the mouth as the audience laughs and applauds. So this is already fucked. And then he says, and suck my tongue. The boy slowly moves his head closer to the Dalai Lama, but appears to only touch his forehead before withdrawing. (laughs) Yeah, that was in February last year. Well, he's a CIA agent anyway. I mean, I don't think, you know, I think... I, Tibetan monks are they they got their own problems that we won't get into here but do they? That, I think so. I think there was a bit of a, a a like caste system in Tibet with that and I don't know. I don't know enough about it to say definitively, but that that incident's pretty fucked up. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I do agree. Well, here's the Now tr- do you believe he's a CIA operative? I do. Well, here's the <laughs> truth about it. All right. Perhaps the reason the Dalai Lama is smiling in all those photos has something to do with the six-figure salary he pulled down from the U.S. government during the 1960s. According to declassified intelligence documents, he earned $180,000 in connection with the CIA's funding of the Tibetan resistance to the tune of $1.7 million per year. Dang. The idea was to disrupt and hamper China's infrastructure. I mean, that makes sense. And he was doing it from the inside as a CIA agent. Yeah, but that's the whole point is that they want... They want to disrupt China so they can get Tibet back. Of course, he's going to work with them to disrupt China. That, but he got he got. I'm not surprised by this. He got 1.7 million for it. Yeah, 
It's funny when you say like six figures and then you say the low end of six figures is like 180,000. Like that's it. When you say six figures, I want to see at least 600,000. <laughs> well, yeah. So I guess the Dalai Lama as a CIA agent, I don't think they told him to tongue that little boy, but they might have. That might have been the long con in the 60s. They're like, listen, in, <laughs> in 60 years, we want you to have a little boy suck on your tongue. And he's like, I don't know, that's a good idea. And then they gave him a bunch of LSD, and he's like, that's a great idea. Yeah, it was part of the contract. It was yeah. in the small print. Yeah, and if you don't do this in 60 years, we'll take all your money back. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll help China win. Oh. Hey, here's one. The FBI was spying on the former Beatle, John Lennon. Okay. You believe it? Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? Crazy conspiracy theories regarding celebs are always interesting, and this one is most certainly true. Okay. Like many counterculture heroes, Lennon was considered a threat. Anti-war songs like Give Peace a Chance didn't exactly endear former Beatle John Lennon to the Nixon administration. Well, to be fair, too, the States was really fucking weird for for a couple decades there. Like, especially with, like, they had their the House on american I think, society, where... They would just basically accuse people of being communists and anti-American, and they'd put them on trial. Like, shit was really fucked up for a while. So I could see them having someone like that under surveillance, and I'm sure he wasn't the only artist who was. Oh, no, there's probably a lot. NPR reported in 2010 and 1971 the FBI put Lenin under surveillance and the immigration and uh, Also, with a name like Lenin? (sighs) Sounds like a communist to me. Service uh, Immigration and Naturalization Service tried to deport him a year later. Yeah. So there, you know what? If they'd have deported him, he might still be alive. He's just one of thirteen uh, celebrities you didn't realize were watched by the FBI, and we can click on. But you know what I mean? If he wasn't, if he wasn't in, where was he shot? New York. Mm -hmm. If he was deported, he might have been alive. So the thirteen celebrities, America was trying to save him. Maybe. And then he rejected us with his British sensibilities. (laughs) So the 13 celebrities being watched by the FBI, I have them all here. 13 ghosts of Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs is on there? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston? That one's weird. George Steinbrenner. I don't... Wait. Who is that? Yankees owner. Oh, who cares? He's the Yankees owner from... Uh, oh, yeah. Right. Seinfeld. <laughs> Mr. Steinfeld. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. John Denver. What? Helen Keller. Helen Keller. FBI was watching her close. <laughs> <laughs> she might go somewhere slowly. <laughs> Anna Nicole Smith. Why? This is a, the weirdest list. This sounds like our celebrity generator. Marilyn Monroe. All right. Jackie Robinson. Marilyn Monroe, because she was fooling around with Kennedy, though, so that makes sense. They're going to keep tabs on her. Jackie Robinson? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Walt Disney. Whoa. Walter himself? Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. Rock Hudson. Rock Hudson. Who's Rock Hudson? I know the name, but I don't know who that is. A star of Pillow Talk Giant. Pillow Talk. What? Truman Capote. Mm-hmm. You like him? I actually don't. I don't think I've ever read any Capote. And the last one is Lucille Ball. Lucille Ball was it? Is it because uh, she was trying to get people to unionize in the chocolate factories? Um, 
Records show that when Ball registered to vote in 1938 and 1938, she listed her party affiliation as communist. That See? That's why. They're fucked. You might be a communist. You're under investigation. Yeah, so Lucille Ball was being heavily watched. Poor Lucille Ball. Gotta keep your eyes on Helen Keller, though. She was up to something. <laughs> That's true. I guess I should have read that one. Oh, well, we're moving she, You know what? Helen Keller might have very well been up to no good. You don't know. <laughs> I think she was pretty prominent for a while there, so leave her alone. I Hey, I mean, I'm not on the government side. I think that if you, the government's watching you, you're probably up to good. Up to good? <laughs> Uh-oh. Tell that so, to Osama bin Laden. Let, let's read the Helen Keller one here. Okay. Keller, the first deaf and blind person to receive a bachelor's degree and the woman immortalized on the Alabama quarter, had the attention of the FBI for most of the early 20th century. Keller, a socialist, o- opponent of President Woodrow Wilson, birth control Uh-oh. supporter. Maybe she was really a, 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 an opponent of Woodrow Wilson's wife, who was the real president. Yeah. <laughs> and co-founder of the American Civil Liberties Union was considered a radical at, at times. How did I become a socialist? Keller writes in the New York, New York Call, a socialist daily paper published in the New York uh, from 1908 to 1923 by reading. So I guess it's for being a socialist. Seems like it, but also like pretty pretty strong uh, activist there. I didn't know that she was a co-founder of the American Civil Liberties mm-hmm. Union as well. I mean, I don't really know much about Helen Keller other than, uh, you know, just water, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That's about it. So that's interesting to know. Thank you, Internet. Thank you, Reader's Digest, for uh, teaching us something Mm -hmm. for once. Yeah, that's right. Well, here's another one for you. We're going to digest this one. We're going to digest this one. We're getting close to the end of these. There's 13. Wow. Whoa, 13 conspiracies. 13 celebrities. 13 celebrities. The number 13. What's the number 13? 13 times 2? 26. And Minus 2? 24. 24 backwards? 42. Add a 0? 420. Jackie Robinson's 42. Was he? Yeah. Holy shit. That's why the government it goes after. deep. <laughs> With uh, the advances in technology, the government is using its vast resource to track citizens. So the government is spying on you. Okay. The truth is, in 2016, government agencies sent 49,868 requests for user data to Facebook, 27,850 to Google, and 9,076 to Apple, according mm-hmm. to Electronic Frontier Foundation. We know this. Yeah, I know. That's, we didn't know it at one point, though. It was a conspiracy at one point. Now we know it. This is the truth. We know it. <laughs> A major nonprofit organization that defends civil liberties in the digital world and advises the the public on matters of internet privacy. You've uh, probably also heard that your computer camera could be used to spy on you. Here's the real likelihood someone is watching you through that camera. Okay. (laughs) Okay. High. It just it what goes to an article that just says very high. I th- I've I've always found that so funny that people are like they could be watching me through my camera and the people who are always the most afraid of it are the last people that anyone would give a shit about watching right, on your camera. Least interesting person. Yeah, well, it's just like 
your mom and she's like oh i better put tape on my laptop camera so that nobody spies on me he's like nobody's gonna spy on you nobody <laughs> nobody fucking cares about you <laughs> nobody gives a shit what you're doing while you're freaking playing bejeweled <laughs> she's playing bejeweled for a long period of time we better get to the bottom of that <laughs> like it's it's really funny like that's your fear that's what you're worried about that's what you're worried about you stole all your other data and information. What does it fucking matter what you look like right now? So here is the next Unless one. Unless you're cranking it, you know? Yeah, cranking, cranking your hog. <laughs> Here's the other one. Big Tobacco knew that cigarettes caused cancer. Mm-hmm. So the conspiracy for decades, tobacco companies all buried evidence companies that smoking is deadly. Big Tobacco knew this. Big Oil knew about uh, climate change in like the 70s. Coca-Cola? Yeah, Coca-Cola knew about it too. <laughs> Wait, don't don't reveal the cigarettes are killing people. <laughs> Pepsi will win. <laughs> yeah, Coca-Cola knew about cigarettes. And like, <laughs> nothing, nothing like a Coke and a smoke. At the beginning of the 1950s, research was showing an indisputable statistical link between smoking and lung cancer, but it wasn't until the late 1990s that Philip Morris, the nation's largest cigarette maker at the time, even admitted that smoking could cause cancer. Is this kind of what the movie Thank You for Smoking's about? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So the conspiracy is true! Yeah. Oh, yeah, they want to make that money. I don't care if people die. Yeah. Just makes you think of how many conspiracies we're gonna find out are true mm. next. Yeah. What do you think's the next true conspiracy? I think we're building towards aliens. You think? Well, I, is that a conspiracy though? You think it's just true now? Well, you mean like the Area Fifty One ones, like little green men, like that stuff? You mean? Well, I think like, uh, yeah, like not specifically green and little. Oh, you think tall and blue? <laughs> Could be tall and blue. Okay. I'm not. I don't want you to say I'm wrong because they're uh, red and uh, medium. <laughs> <laughs> red and medium. Yeah. yeah. Like ah, you believed in little green aliens, idiot. They're red and medium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Way to go, dipshit. It's <laughs> like no. I just, wrong color, wrong size. I just believed, and I thought there was someone. Right. Right. Saucers. Saucers. Maybe not a saucer. Maybe just a pointy ship. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know about that, but yeah, maybe. Maybe. I think that, um, well, there was the thing with like the, the Mexican government was like claiming to have proof with aliens, right? You mean you mean those two like mummified aliens that they supposedly had? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Neil deGrasse was, Tyson debunked them. That was so immediately debunked as just a bullshit hoax. Immediately. It was so bad. Yeah. Did you yeah. see them, though? Yeah. <laughs> They it looked like a really shitty birthday cake. <laughs> I thought they were real. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, so the next one here is fake battle, real war. The Gulf of Tonkin incident. What? Is that not right? I don't know. The Gulf of Tonkin incident on August 2nd, 1964, was fake to provoke American support for the Vietnam War. Hmm. By the time news reached, this is the truth now. By the time news reached American ears, the facts surrounding the North Vietnamese attack on the American naval ship Madox were already fuzzy. Declassified intelligence documents have since revealed that the Madox 
where Maddox had uh, provided support for South uh, Vietnamese attacks on a nearby island, and that in the North Vietnamese were responding in kind, according to the U.S. Naval Institute. The event opened the floodgates for direct American military involvement in Vietnam. The American military lying about things so they could start a war? Color me surprised. (laughs) Haven't they been doing that for the last, I don't know, 100 years? Yeah. Didn't they do that in Iraq? Yeah. Isn't that kind of what's going on right now in the world? A few places that I'm not going to bring up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this this one, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. There was a lot of shit around the Vietnam War. Well, boy, oh boy, are you going to be excited about this next one. But we can talk about the shit going on with the Vietnam War. There was a lot of shit. Didn't Nixon extend the Vietnam War just to keep stuff going for a while there, too? did Rambo single-handedly end it? Yeah, Rambo ended it. That's true. (laughs) And he did work with... uh, He did work with the Taliban for a while, too, I think. Rambo? To stop the Russians. That's what Rambo 3 is all about. Really? Have you not seen Rambo 3? No. Oh, my God. We got to watch I've Rambo. Only, I've seen four. Okay. <laughs> He's retired in that one, isn't he? I just want you to look at the picture for this next one and okay. see why I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the aliens from Mexico. Yeah. This, well, no, that's E.T. That's one of the aliens from Mexico. That's what they look like. Basically. but So for the listeners at home, it's a picture of a guy holding a camera and like an E.T. action figures in front of him or something. <laughs> <laughs> See, look. Oh, where'd the picture go? It looks like E.T. Yeah, it does. It's so bad. I I have seen that. <laughs> it's so stupid. So this one is, the conspiracy is E.T. is buried in the desert of New Mexico. So, yeah, an extraterrestrial, not E.T. No, that's the animatronic from the movie E.T. is buried there. Did you, you know about... Oh, wait. No, this is actually E.T. Oh. So, th- this <laughs> is the truth. This one is real. The Atari video game E.T., the extraterrestrial, I was gonna bring that so up. miserably yeah. that the company buried unsold cartridges in a desert landfill. There's like hundreds of thousands of copies of this game just buried in a landfill. It's nuts. And it says, wait, what did you think we meant? Real aliens in New Mexico? Not yet, anyway. Yeah. So that that is what we were talking about, though. Real aliens, New Mexico. Right. No, it it's actually as the E.T. Atari. Because that's the conspiracy that we're going to find out is true next. Wait. Real aliens. Real aliens Mexico. are underneath the E.T. game cartridges. Well, maybe they're trying to save those cartridges. Wait a minute. I thought someone unburied them all, E.T. Though. game. Well, I think they've just been finding them and getting them. Mm-hmm. Didn't Atari also... Did they make Space Invader as well? Maybe. Think about it. Think about it. (laughs) Here's the next conspiracy for you. Canada tried to develop Gaydar. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The Canadian government was so paranoid about homosexuality that it developed a Gaydar machine. That's so funny. (laughs) I mean, it's horrible, but it's also hilarious. (laughs) That that scientists with qualifications... (laughs) Can you imagine just, like, seriously sitting down to work? Like, let's see if we can detect, get a ray to detect if someone's gay. <laughs> like, what? I'm just picturing, like, a metal detector, but for you. John, John, it's going off on you. <laughs> yeah. 
The truth is, it really happened in the 1960s. The government hired a university professor to uh, develop a way to detect homosexuality in federal employees. He came up with a machine that measured pupil dilation in response to same-sex erotic imagery. The Canadian government used it to exclude or fire more than 400 men from civil service, the military, and the Mounties. The American government is just as guilty with these 10 secret U.S. government operations revealed. You know what's amazing about that is that it seems like it's something that's based on your reactions to, like, erotic images. And, like, I don't th- I don't think your orientation has anything to do with that. If you're just being shown a bunch of erotic images, you're going to have a reaction no matter what. Yeah. It's the interpretation of it that they're just like, oh, must they, they reacted to that. Must mean they're gay. Can you imagine going home after being fired and your wife's like... What happened? What, what they happened? thought I was gay. <laughs> well, I got fired for being gay. What? Well, I'm leaving you now, too. <laughs> <laughs> what? But I'm not. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> uh. That's actually a good movie. Is a, a person's uh, just life being you gotta love it that the government and nonsensical like the that. RCMP and the police, you know, were homophobic in the sixties. I'm surprised. Are you? No. <laughs> Here's the last one for you. The last conspiracy that turned out to be true: a secret society that rules the world, the Illuminati and the U.S. Natu- National This one's Security been confirmed Agency to be true? Are in the Illuminati? The Illuminati. <laughs> well, it's confirmed based off of, I don't know if you remember, about a year ago, I was asked to join the Illuminati on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I guess that proves it. Yeah. Yeah. So? How's that working for you? Well, I... Um, I it, noticed since you ignored it... They wanted it, my our, credit card information. <laughs> since you've ignored it, our listens have been going down. Yeah. <laughs> So, maybe it's true. Yeah. Yeah, God. <laughs> I should just join. The truth. We're here to tell you that a link does, in fact, exist. Of course, that link is actually a hyperlink. An electronic oh, link between up. two internet sites. Fuck if, this. If you type Illuminati backwards, Etemnamuli, <laughs> into <laughs> Well, Etemnamuli to you, too. <laughs> Into a web browser, you will land on the NSA website. Click this link if you dare. Rumor has it, the elite society includes tons of famous personalities, actors, actresses, and performers. Meanwhile, the royal family is a league of their own, since there are 18 insane conspiracies about the royal family, which include the death of Princess Diana. Yeah, I've heard that. That could be true. I'd believe that. Yeah. i believe just about anything, though. Yeah. What's a conspiracy that you want to make up? That I want to make up? Mm. That I want to make up. Ooh. 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 <laughs> I don't know. That's a, that's a, t- like, I mean. Is there one that you, like, you think about and you're like, oh, this might be true. I've been thinking about this. I think this is true. I feel like a lot of them is just, like, all the government stuff. I feel, I'm not surprised by any of it. So I'm always just like, yeah, that makes sense. And yeah. then the more you learn about, like, Nepo babies and, like, just things like that, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. It's hard to think about them. All this stuff just depresses me. I yeah. wish I was a Nepo baby. That My life too. would be so easy. Oh, fuck, it'd be great. Can you imagine if I was Jonah Hill's brother? Yeah, but my stupid mom and dad didn't do anything. <laughs> they freaking set us up for what? Yeah, nothing. Nothing. A life of failure. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mom and dad. Why couldn't you be rich and famous? <laughs> Idiots. If you could go back and make your mom and dad rich and famous, would you? Like, how am I going to do that? Time machine? What do you mean? Like, Idiot. That I give them, like, 
I wouldn't even know what to tell them to do it. Like I you would just do... you've seen Back to the Future too, right? Yeah, it's the sports almanac or whatever. Yeah, but you just do that. You just give them acting lessons. <laughs> they won't know what to do with that. All right, then give them the sports almanac. Let them be rich. I mean, my my mom thinks she's really funny. You think she would have had a promising career as a stand-up comedian in the seventies and the eighties? Maybe, maybe. Her um, her friends always said that uh, she reminded them of Roseanne Barr. So I you think need they to were insulting her. <laughs> <laughs> so you need to go back in time and have your mom be the re- the Roseanne before Roseanne. Yeah, Roseanne before Roseanne. Maybe my mom could marry Tom Arnold and he could be my dad. <laughs> That's true. How long was she married to Tom Arnold for? Not that long. Long enough. Long enough for him to be on the show. Yeah, I think they're in uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street together, too. Are one they really? Yeah, they're in one of them. Roseanne's in Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah, they like show up in like a cameo or something together. I don't remember this. It's been a while since I've seen it. It's It's not the first one. It's like one of the other ones. That's even more reason why I wouldn't remember it. Yeah, it's it's whatever one it is where Freddy is. got fingered. Yeah, yeah. Daddy, would you like some sausage? Um, it's the one where Freddy Krueger is like going around the house like the evil witch in uh, Wizard of Oz, and he's on a broom. What? I don't remember this. <laughs> I don't remember this at all. Okay, I'm not surprised that uh, Roseanne and Tom Arnold were in this movie now. <laughs> yeah. But there's a lot of what, is, what one was your favorite conspiracy on there? Mm, probably the Helen Keller one. <laughs> that was part of the John Lennon one, I think. Yeah, no, that one's that one sucked. I don't care about celebrities being followed by the government. Um, what about our CIA agent, the Dalai Lama? Oh, you love the Dalai Lama. <laughs> you support everything he does, right? Don't do this to me. Don't. Do you brought him up. You brought him up. I mean, the Helen Keller stuff was interesting. We, yeah, that was the most like interesting thing. But that was me learned. springing off that article. Yeah, but it was it was tangentially connected to it, right? Yeah. And I if guess. a conspiracy theory leads us to learn, I'm happy. Okay. What about all the ET video games? Well, I knew about that already, so I didn't care. Oh. Yeah. What a good episode. Medium Red Men. <laughs> <laughs> be a good, that'd be a good band no well, maybe not <laughs> the more you say it the, the more i'm like wait a minute maybe we shouldn't say this. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe we'll just scrap this episode <laughs> uh wow and that would be the true conspiracy yeah mm-hmm. well thank you all for listening and uh you know what happy 420 this isn't coming out on 420 but Happy episode 420. Happy episode 420. Actually, you wish us a happy episode 420. I hope you blazed it through this thing and didn't yeah. follow a single thing I was saying. Rip that bong hit. Uh, uh, blaze that blunt. I hope you... Smoke that doobie. I hope you got so high mm-hmm. that I can now mind control you to go to the Sonar shop and buy 50 spooked shirts, 25 of them being I Believe in Ghost and 25 being I Don't Believe in Ghosts. That's right. Roll them up and smoke them. Go to thesonarnetwork.com, see full profiles on Damien and I, go to our direct social medias. Yeah. Give us a follow. Why not? Give us a follow. Give us a smooch. And uh, spook. Spook. Thank you.
Spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!